Hello, and welcome to episode 44 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. Hey, Ken, how you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful. It's always good to uh, be on the podcast talking with you. Uh, you. You all may have noticed we've been gone for the past two weeks. That was because of me. Um, I lost my voice, and I was sick. So that didn't help anything. And then last week I was away uh, visiting family. Mm-hmm. But uh, but now we're back. Yeah, we're back, baby. We've done a few things since uh, since we've been uh, away and everything. Mm-hmm. Notably, though, we played State of Decay 2, and we actually streamed it uh, last week on Friday before I went away on vacation. For yep. A little bit there. Yep. So uh, today we're just going to talk about it and give our thoughts on it and a few other things. We'll go from there. Sounds like a plan. Alrighty, man. So... I think you I think uh you played it a little bit before I did because you told me like hey you can get it for uh for free with the uh games the uh games not games of gold uh game the, pass what you call it thank you yeah the game pass thing and I was like oh excuse me and I was like well I don't have the game pass yet but I will go ahead and I will I will give it the the free uh, two week uh trial and I'll try it out and I'll see what I think about it yeah, so like I think I you don't, played a little bit before I did. Yeah, in fact, I I played even more since we played uh, with some yeah, of my I other too. friends. Yeah, oh, okay, so nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, we should have a good time with this. I sure hope so. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, what were your first uh, impressions on the game? Since again, like I said, you played it before I did, did and you didn't play the first one, did you? I don't no, know if you did or not. No, okay. never played the first one. Uh, I mean, while it wasn't, well, I guess it was free on Game Pass, but I didn't know it was free, and it's yeah. not like anyone was talking about it. Oh, look, it's free on Game Pass. Let's play it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I never played the first one. Uh, the second one is the first foray into the zombie survival genre that uh, Microsoft has done. Yeah, because this is my the second game. I, I played I played the first one a lot, and I really really loved it. Um, I had a good time with the first one, so I was hoping that when they were showing info on the second game, and I was looking at gameplay videos and stuff, that I was really gonna enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we will get into that though here shortly. Right, and you know, uh, for me, impressions wise, like it seemed pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Like because the the game starts out the same for everybody because uh, I was on listening to you while you were starting up your um your world I guess yeah, yeah. and everything you were saying that was going on I was like oh yeah that happened for me uh, apparently they have a kind of a random character generator though like names yeah. and and faces and designs are kind of all random yes um which I, I mean that's kind of cool. Like I didn't, I kind of thought that everybody would start out with the same uh, set of people, and that 
the storylines would be kind of the same, uh, which is not the case. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. That you know when we went, I went into the menu and it like choose your pick people. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get to pick from different people, and they each had different backgrounds uh, to them and how they got to where they were. There was the odd couple. There was the uh, the um, the lesbian the lesbian uh, couple. Yeah, brother sister. Brother, sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was another one I can't think of. I can't remember right now, but there were a few others, and I thought that was really cool that. They had those different people for you to pick from. They each have different skills and things they're good at, things they're not good at. Um, so and for me, having prior knowledge of playing the first game, I was probably te- I was talking to you, telling you things like, "Oh, like this is really cool. This person has really good gardening skills," and you're like, "What does this mean?" So I started yeah. explaining that to you. So like, I was looking at it from that perspective of what could I use for later on down the road. Versus what do I have to work with now? Yeah, and, I was just looking at the characters and like, hmm, I like their looks better. And they have a better yeah. storyline. I think I'm going to go with them. <laughs> yeah, because I picked the odd couple and uh, Jennings, the female of the of the two. Uh, yep. She was really good at gardening. She has a green thumb as one of her traits. So that means that she gets, uh, she gets to do more things with the gardening skills that other people can't do that helps the base and the community overall versus not having someone with that ability or having to teach it to them. So, All right. Yeah. And I went with the uh, brother-sister pair. Um, I have no idea what their skills were because they've, <laughs> they've leveled up since then, so I have no idea what their advantage was, if anything. Yeah. Um, I just thought they seemed like, like as far as the other characters were, the brother sister pair were the coolest characters. Like everyone else, kind of felt uh, nerdish, and I didn't want this to be like, oh, they're lovers and they survived the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you know, like no, <laughs> you know, no, no. no yeah, because their story was they was brothers and sister, and the brother was kind of a strain. But once the zombie apocalypse happened, they got back in touch, and they've been surviving since then. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's a nice little touch too though. What like I said, that's it, it brings more life and personality to the game and to the characters you have. But that goes into a whole other thing though, about the characters and how each of them every character is different in terms of their traits and things like that. Right. You know, just to just to quickly uh quickly touch on that since we're on the since we're on the topic of it. Um so each character in the K2, they have different traits and things they'll get. There's different skills in the game. There's wits, there's uh, fighting, shooting, things of that nature, mm-hmm. a few other ones as well. Um, right. But each of these things, as you level them up, can be specialized. And once you get, once they reach a certain point, when you specialize in a skill, you get a bonus. You get a bonus to damage, or you'll unlock a special ability. Right. Uh, like and for, the for, only way to level up these skills is by doing them. Correct. Is by doing them. Yep. You you get better by doing. It takes the the Skyrim mantra. Of you get better by doing it. So yeah. Um, like I think I've actually, um, almost every character I have has leveled up their wits because I'm really good at searching through lockers and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of like everybody has uh, super high wits. Not much for everything else, but their wits at least. Um, is uh, at least at the first level just because I've been opening a lot of 
crates and stuff. Right. Do you have any uh, any specializations yet for your characters? Yeah, um, do you think about paying anyway? I I do, but I can't think of any offhand because okay. the the wits adds like either you can add endurance I think or you can add like an extra slot for carrying stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or or something something yeah. like that. And I I don't remember which I uh picked for cuz I think I picked like one for one character and then the other for uh the other guys. For another character, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sense. I'm not really sure. Cuz I know for me personally, uh, I have a few characters that are specialized in different things. I have I have a character who now specializes in uh bladed weapons for fighting one who specializes in blunt, in blunt weapons for fighting, and I have, um, I have another character who is whose wits are good now, and she specializes in win her wits. That allowed me to give her the extra carrying space, mm -hmm. one extra slot, which really comes in handy for when you're. Uh, it just gives you an, an extra pocket space, right? But that still comes in handy for you to carry things. You can carry an, uh, you know, extra snack or bandages or a medkit or something so out in the field with you so that's great yeah because you can only carry uh, for bandages it's three of one item per slot right right and those slots well, and fill up quick yeah they do especially if you if you're looting uh everything you can find they're gonna fill up pretty quickly yeah because i guess i guess we can talk about that if that's cool yeah um because the way the slots work is that you have a backpack and you can fit uh six items uh, into the standard backpack and then there's um, two pockets you can fit stuff into your pockets and then you can have you have a, a close range melee weapon which I don't think that ever breaks I don't know if it does but I don't think it ever does no the knife the knife never breaks mine's a screwdriver like the chick I play okay. with the most uh, Sophie she's the sister she has a screwdriver ah so I don't know if that ever changes either. If you can like upgrade or if you get a different item, maybe that's what happens. But um, yeah, uh, and then you have a uh, a melee weapon um, that does break after so many uses. Um, you have your uh, what is it? Your gun slot, so you can have a, a gun on. Only one uh, gun can be equipped at a time, though. So you can't have multiple guns and switch between them. You have to like go into your menu if you're going to switch, which can be a pain. Yep. And then you have uh, a rucksack, which is essentially supplies for your base. And it can be anything from food to ammo to health supplies to just building supplies so that you can build your base. Right. And again, with those, you can only have one at a time. And then with a rucksack, if you find two, you can't uh, carry both of them. Like you can only carry one. Right, you can only carry one. So when you, so and you know, it it might be a screwdriver. It might be. You might be right. I don't know. I have to actually look and see, because that would that would that would make sense. But it's small, and you can get into the brain easy. Personal. Yeah. But um, it, but it, it might be a screwdriver, the, the close range one anyway. Right. Because because if you cause if you for some reason forget, which I have done, I've forgotten to. Bring a, a, weapon, a weapon with me because I didn't check the character before I left to go out and do stuff. I'm just over here using the close range weapon, flashing <laughs> <and just laughs> at everyone with whatever it is, and it's hilarious. It works for what it is, but you yeah, gotta be careful with that with that sort of court that sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah. No. I. Uh, 
I'm I'm kind of a pansy, I guess, uh, because I <laughs> I make sure I have a second melee weapon, and if I have a gun, I make sure I have uh, at least a stock full, which I think is 30 bullets for a slot, and I make sure I have those so that I can reload, because you don't want to be stuck out in like the middle of nowhere with no bullets and here's a juggernaut. Yeah, no, no, no. You definitely don't want to be out uh, out in the open with nothing to defend yourself with. That's a bad time. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of the same way too. Like more times than not, I, on, on those rare occasions where I don't where I don't check, but more times than not, I usually have the have the the close range one and the standard melee weapon, and then I'll have a gun. I'll have some. I have some ammo for, but not a lot, just because right now I don't have a lot of ammo to use for the different guns. So I'm trying to ration the ammo properly. Yeah, well, um, you need to um, <laughs> you need to start playing on someone else's map then, because something that uh, um, that I've gotten a lot of is that when you play on someone else's map in their world, mm -hmm. you actually start earning bonuses for your own world. Oh. And the longer you play in that person's world, the bonuses will like double up. Uh, and I'm not sure uh, how long it takes because you can usually check if you hit the start button. There's like a one above your name, and that usually means okay. that you've earned one crate or one loot or whatever. And uh, I've had it go up to two before, but I'm not sure how you get to there if it's just gotcha. time based or what. Um, but in each of those care packs that I've seen, they give you. Um, a random set of bullets, a random set of health, and then it seemed like it was a random set of resource. Okay. So they they give you ammo, health, and resources as uh, for helping out and playing on someone else's map. Okay, that's actually really cool. I did not know about that. That's that's, that's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. I have to do that next time. Playing somebody else's world for a change. Yeah. I was talking to uh, the coffee grinders earlier. Uh, when they were streaming, and we were talking about playing together sometimes, so we'll, 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 we'll all have to get involved, me, you, yeah. and then we'll have to get involved and play sometimes. Is that what they're playing right now, State of Decay? They they weren't they weren't playing it uh, today, but they played it before. Uh -huh. I know they streamed it before, too, so I talked about possibly streaming that with them sometime. That could be fun. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, but um, back to the uh, discussion at hand. I think you were going to say something. Go ahead. Well, I was last thing I remember was I was talking about the the crates in that. Yeah, yeah, that's just actually really cool though that they reward you for playing in other people's spaces. Yeah, and things like that. Now I should warn you. Yeah. Um, one thing I've experienced is when playing in other people's worlds, the game becomes buggy AF. Yeah, <laughs> like I, you, you have you stated numerous times to me when you played in my world, like oh. I don't see your supply locker, or oh, I can't, I can't uh, drop off resources for you, or something like that. Yeah, so. ex exactly. Like the first time we played, I couldn't drop off a resource for you. I had to drop it so that you could pick yeah. it up, so that you could drop it yeah. into your base. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, um, yeah. And then the supply locker, which that's kind of a pain because I can't get to my meds and I can't get to my stuff. And uh, you know, when you're playing in someone else's world. You have specific lockers. Yeah. You know, each player playing has kind of a locker that only they can get into. So it doesn't really do any good to not allow them to put stuff in their own supply locker if they're right. out searching and they can't 
uh, grab those items. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, we are we are only like two weeks, if if that, into the release of the game. So not even uh, not even two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I think the fifth will be two weeks, and the reason why I know that June fifth, I should clarify, is because. Um, I got the 14-day trial for the Game Pass to play State of Decay 2, and that's when it's going to auto-renew my Game Pass. <laughs> got you. Which, honestly, by the way, I'm probably just going to keep it because I thought that like that's really cool. That, mm-hmm. And I can use it as sort of like a game fly for things. Right. If I miss out that I wanted to play, like Mad Max, I can get it there, put, put it on easy, play it right. there and be done with it. Tech Mobile. Yes, Tecmo. See, you shouldn't have said that, man. Shouldn't have said that. Uh, that was like a Tecmo book all over. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> well, I've anyway. downloaded it. I mean, we could go in and... I mean, that's a totally different discussion, but... Yeah. Um, there are things that I wish that Tecmo Bowl would let us do that it doesn't. But that's that's a different discussion. We should... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh, oh, uh... I wanted to touch on though really quick that uh, something I thought was cool that I had uh, I had heard about in the in the room in the in the uh, weeks leading up to the game. They're like, oh, we have different worlds and stuff. I'm like, really? You do? That's really cool. How does that work? So basically, once you get past that first little tutorial uh, area of the game, mm-hmm. they go, hey, where do you want to go? Uh, and then you get to pick from three different uh, different areas: the plateau, right? And there's the like the villa or something, and yeah. The village or something, and then there's another one. Um, which by valley? the game, yeah, valley, yeah. The game takes place in the same in the same area as the first one. I forget the name of it, but it takes place in the same area as the first one. Uh, but but yeah, so they give you three different areas you can pick from, which I thought was really cool. And I chose the plateau because I'm like, oh, cool, we got mountains, and maybe like it won't be as uh, infested, I guess. <laughs> no, nope. be the right word. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was quickly uh, reminded as I got into the world, like, yeah, that's not how this works. You were thinking too much about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But regardless, I think I think it's pretty cool that I have the mountains and all that stuff to have to deal with as far as terrain right. and stuff to look at. Yeah, no, I've um, <clears throat> I've played on all three maps uh, because you picked one map and then two of the other uh, friends and guys that I've been playing with each picked the other map okay. purely by coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's kind of funny that that worked out that way. But yeah, right. I've played on all three maps and I've got to see what all three maps uh, look like. And I'm pretty sure the, the villa, because I'm pretty sure that's the one I picked, mm-hmm. um, that that has the nicest look and it, it seems like the easiest um, to kind of get around in. Okay. Um, at least where they start you out. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little bit easier because the plateau it's kind of huge and rocky and, and getting yeah, back up is. to your home base. Getting back up to your home base to the, the one that you started with anyway is really tough to get to. Mm-hmm. The, the first few times once you once you do it a couple of times you start to figure out your route and you remember hey I need to turn here to get up there depending on which way you're going you know the route is different but I try to go the way that I know most of the time so 
you know, it's easy for me to get there. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it right there is just being able to remember where you're going and how to get to your base. And, you know, the, the other two, um, your bases on yours and on the Valley, the first home base is kind of like up on a rock where you can like fall down if you're going down, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, especially with the way the vehicles control that that's a, a bane, like that's not uh, something that helps new players out. But definitely the foothills, I think, is the best place to start off uh, because of that. You know, it's nice kind of open areas. And even like your main starting base, um, there's no jumping over your fences. Like if the zombies are coming in, they're not jumping over your fence. They're going to come in through uh, the doors. And so that can kind of help. You can kind of set up your defenses that way or, or plan uh, for that. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's definitely good to not have to jump over the fence because uh, in mine, they're coming over the fences and breaking through the uh, the um, the door the doors, the gates, right. I guess. Right. On my, uh, and my house and such. You know, that's something I'd like to know because it seems like the way uh, in my map, which um, I've only barely played, just to uh, get my fourth character. Uh, to not have the blood plague anymore. I got it the cure. <laughs> or oh, okay, there you go. I got him the cure. And that that's all it. I've done. Oh, jeez. Like, I haven't done anything else on my map. That's it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You're going to have to change that, my friend. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the reason why is because with that, I don't, like, there's barely any zombies around. And right. none of them are trying to break into my house. Yeah. But when I've gone on to other people's uh, worlds, it's like they're nonstop. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, how do you even do anything? There's like so many zombies <laughs> coming out. Yeah. Like, what the heck? And I don't know if that's because they have more like survivors, like they're inviting survivors. So the game's like, okay, they have more people. Time to throw more zombies at them. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just um, that because they're exploring more, and the game is like loading up more of the the zombies. They call them the plague hearts. Um, that it's it's going well. There's more plague hearts now. More zombies then. So I'm not sure how the game works that, but it seems like that's kind of what it's doing. And so if you advance too fast and go too far, um, the game kind of starts throwing more uh, zeds at you, if you will. And- could be possible. Yeah, so that's kind of why I'm like not even worried about going very far in mine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the only reason I um, got my other dude cured was because I needed like a fourth person because the supply locker wasn't showing up. So I was just holding stuff <laughs> on the people and I needed yeah. a fourth person so that I could get more stuff. So right. I could go back into, so when I go back into my world, you know, I just unload everything from each person, then I can go back and join the other person's world. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the only reason I got him cured. Otherwise, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, eh, as far as, as playing it by myself. That's fair. Yeah, and, and also, you're not a big zombie uh, guy either. So, I mean, the game the game's not inherently, you know, scary or anything. 
but it can get really nerve-wracking, which yeah. I think we should definitely share some of those moments later on in the, uh, later on, once yeah. we uh, get a little further in. I think it's more nerve-wracking when I'm by myself. Like, when there's a horde running at me and I'm by myself, um, yeah. you know, we've talked about this irrational fear of letting our video game characters die. Yes. But that kind of, like, happens and that overwhelms me when I'm by myself. Yeah, so I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, when I'm when I'm like with you or with someone else, um, or even I've had a a time when there was three people in the world. Um, when that happens, like I don't feel as bad. Like I don't feel like my character is going to die. As opposed to when I'm by myself, I feel like oh, my character's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. and so that's more traumatizing than the the zombies themselves that makes perfect sense i i play by myself uh a lot and i will enlist the help of, of, of a survivor if i'm going to clear out an infestation or going to take out a play cart or something like that but other than that if i'm just scavenging or anything else doing it by myself with just that character and if i get into trouble it's gonna be bad yeah. um I've had a few scares of almost dying. I almost had uh, uh, Los, Los, Los Altos die on me. Uh, mm -hmm. It was really scary. I it was me. It was me and it was me and I had enlisted in one of my uh, people to help. Right. We we're going to um, take. We we're going to help out help out another uh, another group of group of survivors. Right. And we went to clear an infestation, and they were, it got hot real fast. Was running low. Was running low on stamina and health. Because uh, as you, uh, the longer you you travel with 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 one character, their right. stamina and health bars get lowered, so they need to rest. Right, because they get tired. I couldn't really rest because I was still doing stuff with those altos. Right. I was still doing things, so I had to, I had to keep going. And luckily for me, I managed to get him out of the situation. Where it was all yeah. Good. Well, that, yeah, cut it close. that even reminds me when you almost got my doctor killed on stream. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went out to, for, uh, what was it, Lorenzo, I think? Yeah. And we went to find his medieval weapon. Yes. And when we got to his spot, there was a juggernaut there. <laughs> yeah. And there was more than just a juggernaut, too. Yeah, and I, there too, I believe. Yeah, I had my doctor, and he has the shotgun on. So I was trying to use that, and my goodness, like he almost died. In fact, he got his ribs broken. I had oh, to sit no. him for uh, several days for him to uh, get back to full uh, health there because of that. Oh, wow. But, Jeez. yeah, it was pretty scary. Like, probably no one on stream even knew because they was just looking at you. But, yeah, yeah he almost bit the bullet because of that juggernaut. Yeah, and, and that's another thing, too. There's permadeath in this game, too. So if your character dies and they're dead, it's it. All, yep. the, all the work you put into them, all the investment, all the time, mm -hmm. um, gone because they're dead. You got to go true. get your stuff off the character. Yep, but <clears throat> what I've read, because I haven't done it yet, obviously, is mm -hmm. that if you complete the game, because I guess there's a way to complete it. I'm not sure how um, or what you do, but if you do... You can actually take those characters that survived in that game and mm -hmm. transfer them into a new game. Ah. So you can keep playing with those uh, characters. 
That's cool. Like a New Game Plus sort of deal. Yeah. That's very cool. Speaking of uh, thoughts, uh, speaking of the completing the game, wanted to move on to our thoughts on the gameplay loop of the game. Because from what I've seen so far, there's no real overarching story. I mm-hmm. could be wrong, but I haven't seen anything that indicates uh, that. It might right. be it, it might be something because I know there is like a it's like a primary goal. Like the one that I have right now is promote someone to leader. So I don't know if once that happens, then something else will trigger, and then there'll be another thing you have to do to move move the quote-unquote story forward. Right. I don't know there's any real, like I said, story in the game. The the story for me right now, though, is just what happens in the game, you know, throughout the uh, adventures that you go on with with your character and with your community. Yeah, and so uh, from what I've seen, I think there's like... There are character stories, um, like I kind of already said, was um, with Lorenzo trying to find yes. his medieval weapon. Yeah. Like there are character stories like that that you can, um, I guess for like a better word, you can complete those, and that adds story to the world. But there's not besides just surviving the zombie apocalypse. There's not really any sort of overarching story like stopping the madman that caused it all or whatever yeah and i don't know if that's different from the first state of decay see i i want i want to say yes but i'm honestly not too sure because if if Hmm. i recall if i recall correctly this it's sort of the same deal um but i but but i i feel like there was more sense of a story of okay. overarching story in Say the K in the first one than in this one. Right. I mean, Which... is there um sorry, asking a question no. here. Um no, is there much of a difference between the gameplay loop between one and two? They're very similar. Um the uh basic gameplay loop in both games really is you go out, you collect resources for your for your community, you bring it back and you do it again. You may do other things along the way. You may go and help a group of survivors. Uh, you may have to. Uh, you may have to. You may have to um, go and. But really, really, start helping people in general and yourself. That's the basic okay. gameplay loop. Um, so, like I said, you may go out and help a group of survivors complete a deal with another group of survivors. They may decide to turn on you down the road or they may not, it depends on how you treat them and how they feel about you in general. So it's, the gameplay loops are very similar. Okay. But, they, but they've but they added things in the second game. Right. So, I mean, besides a, a graphical um, upgrade, because I know the first Data Decay was on the 360. Yes. Um, besides the graphical upgrade to the Xbox One, um, is there anything different or new with... Uh, State of Decay 2. Well, yes, there is actually. Uh, in State of Decay 2, there's uh, they've they've added the um, the uh, the leader um, the leader part of the uh, of the community. So okay. now, so basically, now every survivor has a reputation level within the community. You'll start out as as just a regular citizen, and then as you do things with that survivor, as you help out people, and as you bring stuff back to your base and like that you will get influence and right. uh, 
the in the uh, you you'll get you'll get two things. Sorry, you'll get influence for your for your overall community, which will be the points, the points that help you uh, spend uh, spend spend you spend those points to get outposts or get a better home base right. or uh, trade with other people, things like that. But you also get uh, I'm going to call it renown for your for your character. I'm going to call it renown. Okay. I don't I don't know what the, what the official term is, but I'm going to call it renown. So the renown basically works like you know you do you do that you'll do things and you'll get upgraded from a citizen to uh, to you know to something else until you eventually get all the way up to that third one, and then you'll go on a little special quest to get that leader uh, trait unlocked. I think and it's a recruit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, recruit. It goes from citizen to recruit, and I don't know what's beyond that, because I haven't gotten higher than that, but... <laughs> yeah. I have... Uh, Los Altos is... I think he's ready to become a leader. Mm-hmm. If he's not ready, then he's almost there. Um, but you get to a point where it's like, oh, you, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can figure out a way to, uh, you know to stop these play cards or something like that and then you'll go out on a quest with that person and it will shape it will it will give them a trait like los altos his uh his leader trait is sheriff so he's all about order and justice and things like that so his whole uh quest line was about going and uh communicating with other with other servers in the area and trying to help them out and having us work together to take out play cards, things like that. So I'm assuming each person is going to have a different uh, leadership trait that they have. And those, when you appoint that person as a leader, as a community leader, that will have an effect on the group overall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if somebody is a, uh, we're going to call them a dictator. Uh, right. You know, people who, people who don't, really get along with that person are going to be frustrated and they're going to not be happy in the group because of the because of the leader that you have assigned so it's about trying to manage and pick up the best person for the situation right or or you have to make the hard decision sometimes of even exiling a person because they're not getting along with the group anymore or whatever so, or if you don't cure their blood plague quick enough yeah Mm-hmm, you have to make yeah. the hard decision to take him out to the pasture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So those are some of the tough decisions. Um, there's a few that they did improve on the base building and things like that. They've added more things you can build to improve your base um, and things of that nature too. Right, and, and that's the, kind and of the interesting. Cool, the, cool, that's the big thing, though, honestly. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting though because I've checked. Uh, the achievements and there are achievements for completing like the the sheriff and the dictator I've seen those achievements and so I wonder if that's kind of the end game is to promote someone to leader and then complete their leader mission mm-hmm. um, and I wonder if that's kind of how the the game quote unquote ends right I I I would I would have to think that that it's not because I, f- I feel like right now I'm still kind of early in the game, right? As far as as far as everything goes, um, I'm still learning about things in the world and things of that nature. So I could be wrong, but 
that's just how I feel right now. Yeah, and I'm not sure either. I'm just that's just what I saw for the achievements. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that so? I'm just putting two and two together. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough, to- totally fine. I- I'm I'm really excited to see how how the whole thing shapes out, honestly. But um, I did I did want to like I said touch on the gameplay loop a little bit. I don't right. I, what how do you how do you feel about the whole thing? Because this being your first day of decay, um, you're sort of still getting used to how the whole thing works and all that stuff and all that stuff. I know you played with me and you played with a few other friends. Uh, but what do you think about the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, uh, just being honest, I could see it getting old quickly. Yeah. Um, because it's not like uh you really like level up. I mean, I know there's a level up system in there, but it's not like you're you're changing uh what you loot and what you get. Yeah. So I know that you can like get uh, different vehicles. Like I've seen uh, a four sedan truck, and um, you know there's there's lots of um, guns that you can get and different items like that. Um, but it's just kind of like for me, it's almost futile, <laughs> you know, because I guess the 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 key trick to it is that you're just trying to survive. You're trying to see how long you can last with the the odds keep getting higher and higher because you have to keep going farther and farther um, or you switch your base. So for me, I could kind of see it getting uh, just a tad on the boring side. Like I already have one of the guys I play with uh, a lot. He's already like, he played it once and he's like, I'm done with it. (laughs) So um, I don't know if that'll happen like I enjoy playing with friends and helping them uh, beat up zombies and that and trying to help them uh, bolster up their home base but I if I was if I was playing by myself and and no one else was playing um, just like if you get rid of the zombies you know like it's not zombies it's just like normal monsters or whatever then that's kind of, I'd, I'd be done already. Less than two weeks and I would be done. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair to say, I think. Um, I I do think that there is some some base progression from what I've seen anyway in my mm-hmm. own base. Um, because when I first started at the base, there was really nothing there. Um, and it wasn't until I started putting stuff in the base and I started to bring more materials back to the base, that you would, I see things now that I didn't see before. Like now there's a garden there. We have like candles everywhere, you know, every every so often. Right. Uh, there's a there's a hole where, where, where my storage stuff is. There's a hole, you know, uh, there's shelves for things and stuff. So, and that's stuff that just like organically happens that I've seen. And that's just at the starting starting vocal house that I'm at that I'm at in the plateau so I'm excited to see what things are going to look like once I get to another uh another home base right you're you're kind of stuck now right like you can't add extra beds if you want correct or a water collector yep I'm I'm at the point now where I have to move to a new base because 
I'm getting to, and th- that goes back to the whole story of the game right now. Because for me, right now, my story is, I'm, I am down. I'm, I'm over. I'm over, overcrowded in my, in my current spot. Um, I have people fighting with each other now for resources and things like that, mm-hmm. because of the lack of sleep people are getting because they're having a fence for everybody. So things are getting kind of hot in my, in my area. So. Uh, I need to move to a new spot, and I finally have the renown to do it. I have I have the influence to do it now, and I have right. a spot. I have a spot that I saw on the map that I'm gonna go to. I do want to do it on stream and do that though on stream for sure. So right, but I mean, as far as that loop goes, like that's that's the loop. Is that basically you, you yeah? Get too big for your own britches, so you have to move to um, another spot. And as far mm-hmm. as what I I've read about um, there's only three tiers of places that you can find. Like there are different types of places that you can go to, but um, there's only three tiers, like the starting right. out base. Then there's a tier two and a third tier, which is usually um, in like the heart of the city. It's usually like a, like a superstore or whatever um, that you pick out, but it doesn't okay. feel like, I feel like like I can't set up my own defenses you know like I can't add barbed wire to my fences to make them uh, so that zombies can't just jump over them or whatever yeah and so there's... I think the game may do that organically because I, I think it does anyway I could be wrong yeah I mean it could be um, and, and maybe that's what I thought I saw some, like some... but maybe that should be saying things well Every place that I've started out with, um, there's always barbed wire already there. Yeah. Like, and I've I've not seen uh, any like you said the the candles you know people burning candles in your house, um, which I'll admit that's that's pretty cool. But I haven't seen that anywhere else, and I haven't seen like it kind of evolve or whatever. Um, and so, yeah. So it, it just feels like that loop is is kind of broken you know like it, it should only be a loop until you know what you're supposed to do and then it becomes like a straight line <laughs> yeah you know and it feels like it's kind of stuck on that but, yeah that, that makes sense that makes sense yeah but one thing you did tell me this and you didn't mention it earlier is that with the first state of decay um, time kind of moves on even when you're not playing it. Yes. And so if you're if you don't if you leave for like a month and you don't come and you come back then like all your resources are gone and maybe people well, are dead or whatever. Well, it, that's the thing. Like it if you if you leave, for, I think there's a maximum of time out of time, real world time that can pass before it'll just stop doing that. Okay. Like I, I it doesn't it doesn't do in the first day of decay it didn't do it like. It would do it every day up until a certain point, and then it would stop because there was a period of time where I didn't play it for a little bit. Right. And went back to checking things were as I left them. Right. Uh, so that's good. But yes, you are correct. Um, in this one, when this one, which I think is a big improvement, um, for those that you know might 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 not play for a day or two, or you know however long, right. um, it doesn't penalize you for that. So. The the game now has physical days. Right, right now I'm only on like day three or four. So uh 
So, you know, your resources will, every day, every in-game day, they will deplete some. So you so you have to sort of keep things up and running as far as that goes, knowing, oh, I only have five things of food, and, you know, we're, we're going to start a new day here, so I might want to go out and find something. Right. Find a find a thing of resource for food or something. Right. And that does add strategy to it because you have to, you know, go look for resources at a, a lookout point. And, you know, if, if you're running low on food, you kind of need to either go make an outpost at a food place or go loot a food and hope that you find a food rucksack to help keep your supplies. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. If it's not, it's a bad time. Yeah, but I've I've never felt like oh goodness, you know, there's no food places around here. Like, I'm in yeah. trouble. You know, like, I've never had that sense of uh, filling with the game. It feels like there's always something around that you can um, save yourself you can... with. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe I feel like it's it's too easy, maybe? That's um, That could be possible. At least, like, right now, where... See, where at least where I am in my starting area... There's mostly everything that I need in my area. Like I have, I have a uh, a pharmacy uh, place that's good for medicine. I have a little, I have a food, I have a, like a supermarket or something in the area, yep. like a food outpost or something in the area. So I'm good on that. And then there's plenty of houses, you know, just in my, in the neighborhood that I'm in. That I can go and check out and loot, which I haven't explored all of them yet. But I'm not, I'm probably not going to, just because I'm going to be packing up and moving. Uh, to a new base soon. Right. So yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm. It's not the worst game I've ever played. Although the bugs are super annoying. Yeah. And it it makes me not want to play it because of that. Um, but like I said, playing with friends, um, it's fun to go out with them and and help them out. Yeah, definitely. What's I'm gonna save my uh. Well, what's your uh, favorite aspect of the game so far? Is it the co-op for you? Is it the base building? Uh... Um, it's it's definitely got to be the co-op. Um, because like I said, I haven't really done much of anything in my own base. Yeah. And um, like some of the base stuff feels eh-ish. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Um, like I I guess it adds for different playthroughs for people like you can uh, collect water or you can make extra beds although if you make the beds outside people really don't like that (laughs) (laughs) i'll keep that in mind thanks yeah i mean you can do it but they they just don't like it they don't really get sleep because they're outside yeah that makes sense i mean it makes sense to a point yeah it's hard to enjoy it it's hard to enjoy the night sky when there's zombies about yeah exactly so uh, there are different aspects of that, but it's definitely more the the co-op. And I wish it was more... Um, here's kind of what I wish they would expand with, if you'll allow me. I kind of wish that um, if a friend joined up, that I could either move my base into your map or your world, mm-hmm. or I could um, just get kind of like my own space where uh, I would uh, stay or like an outpost like you know if you had an outpost a friend can join up and that's their outpost that's their base um, during their play like I kind of feel like that would 
add more to it, mm-hmm. you know, because then it, it kind of has that um, help you out, but also be a rivalry thing going on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I feel like they, they could have done more with that and it could have been yeah, better. They, yeah, they, they possibly could have added a, a, a PvP uh, type, that type of thing to it. Yeah, I mean, only if you wanted to. Like, it would be... Yeah, yeah, of course. It would be uh, PvE unless you wanted to, like, start attacking people or, you yeah. know... Right, yeah. if you wanted to be that, that person or that group of survivors that just went out and took yeah. from everyone... Uh, yeah, which just, would be just, a problem, but I think more times than not, people would not be for that. Honestly, yeah. well, it would just kind of be like um, Ark. You know, when yeah, you, when you join up a server on Ark, you have people that are like nice, helpful, and friendly, and then you got people that uh, have you join their guild, steal all your shit, and then kick you out. <laughs> you know, yeah. like like that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. But I feel like it would add more to this game if that was the case. You know, because right now. Um, I, uh, playing with other people, I get those rewards, but I don't really get to, like, I have to leave if I want to build up my base, but why would I build up my base if I'm only playing with other people? So, yeah, it, it, I feel like it, it could be better and I, I wish it, that's where it went and that's what it was doing, but yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's probably the incentive though of, of of the uh co-op because you know if you but you know for example if you feel like you know maybe i don't want to maybe this time i want to build up build up my stuff or whatever then we could join on your game on your cert on your world or whatever and i can help you with the things that you're doing and that's perfectly fine and then next you know whatever it helps me but it also helps you so you know it helps you more than helps me but the fact that it's there is a nice touch. Yeah. And the other thing that I, I have to say about this, this is something I don't like about the co-op, even though it's it's my favorite feature. Um, I don't like that I have to stay close to you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't like that either. I mean, I get, like, I get why they did that. Right. But at the same time, I feel like you should be able to go off and do your own thing. Right. Without having to worry about what your other partner's doing. So yeah, especially if you have four people. You can split yeah. two and two and and he- hey, you can even go three and three because you can enlist a survivor, one of your one of your other people to help you. Right. So it could be three and three. You yeah. know? Doing their own thing, meeting back and then, you know, just continuing to do their own thing. Yeah. Swap, and I think swap that's partners, just a, all that stuff. I think that's just a design choice. Yeah, where it instead is. of having a server that you join up to and then they join up onto the server, they've made it where your game is the server. And so when I join up, I'm not joining up the server, I'm actually joining up into your game. Yes. And so um, that, like, I guess that keeps the game from uh, having to be on Xbox Live. Like on the live servers, and maybe it frees up the servers. But still, I I would rather it be that you know you put your game onto the server, and then everyone joins up onto that server. Like that's that's just how I feel. Let everyone explore yeah. Um, everything. Yeah. yeah, and maybe one day down the road they might, uh, if they're able to anyway, add the ability to do that. But we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, I don't think it's that 
technically impossible, but who knows? Yeah, right. We're not yeah. game developers. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> you know, we don't make games. Right, but, exactly. We just uh, talk about them. Yeah, but I mean, what was what's your favorite feature? Uh, uh, Sod two. <laughs> Sod two. I like it. Um, so I think mine, honestly, is probably the uh, the base building and the community aspect of the game. Because I, I I like I like the fact that each person has strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. and things that they do well, things they don't, and then having to work on those, building them up as as a person and watching them interact with the other people in the community. Right. And like 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 again again right now I have people fighting in my community because of because of the current situation like that didn't happen in the first game. So, uh, for me, that's a super nice thing to have to deal with. And the base building, just going out and collecting the resources and coming back, putting it into your base, watching your base grow um, over time into something that that is hopefully a thriving, healthy community uh, is great. And also now, yeah, now, now you really have to manage the other people the survivors in the area. Uh, perfect example, right now for me, I have a group called the Wrenches that I've helped out a few times, and they're mechanics. That's really cool for me because eventually I'm hoping I can take my cars to them, we can work on them, we can improve them, we can add things to them to make them, uh, make them, make them uh, more durable and maybe hold more stuff if that's possible. I don't know exactly if that's how that works. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that's something that something that really uh, gets me uh, hooked on the game as well. Right. Having to manage the manage my people and manage the survivors and traders around me, because if if I don't help somebody out, uh, they might they might be hostile the next time I run into them. If I run in, if I run into them again, you're right. Yeah, that does that doesn't mean I'm gonna help everybody because I'm not. <laughs> right. So I know well, uh, what I've seen further in the game, you you kind of can't help everybody. Yeah. Right. So they because they try and hit you with so many missions that you just can't complete them all. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I I have noticed that uh, my uh, my main girl, Sophie, um, she has a trait that's called nosy. <laughs> and apparently that hurts my doctor's morale. I don't know his name, unfortunately. It's like a weird last name. Right. Um, but when you go look at his stat sheet, uh, because she's nosy, his morale is a minus two like, all the time. And so that is kind of a, a cool... That's funny. Yeah, aspect. Like it, It's definitely fun having that uh, kind of change the way your characters are, but on the same side, you know, he's he's my only doctor. He's the only one that has a doctor skill. And so he's not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you need the doctor. So, uh, but yeah. I mean, that that was just to help add on to your, um, your traits in that. Uh, so that it, that is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely is. I I do wonder, you know, because because I have a group called the Wrenches and their mechanics. I do wonder if there are more people 
that specialize in, in certain things out in the world, like doctors. So let's say, let's say you lose your doctor. Let's say for some reason I lose my doctor. Mm-hmm. We're kind of screwed. Yeah. I got to find a doctor. Luckily, you luckily you can use your influence to call on the radio and get treatment and that kind of stuff. But as of right now, I haven't seen another group of doctors around, which is very concerning. So I'm hoping that uh, there are more groups of people that specialize in certain things. And Mm -hmm. maybe you can bring them on to your side. Or it's one of those things where you go out and you do favors for them. And then they may help you with blood plague or giving medical supplies or things like that. So Yeah. Well, I know that there are books out there. Yes, I was just, like, just going to say that. Yeah, just going to say that. Because that happened when we um, was playing and yep. I crashed the car. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. We can save <laughs> yeah. that for the end. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I found a book with a repair kit. And I don't know if she would have been able to repair it without that book, but I used that book and now that's in her skill. She now has the mechanic skill. Ah, very nice. Very nice. So that could be something that uh, you find like a, a medical book and, and you have one of your people read it. If your doctor dies. Yeah. That just could be. Yeah. That, that, that's just something to keep in mind too. Cause I found a book on like chemistry or something. So that's kind of cool. There's yep. a few other books that I found too. So, yeah. I'm uh, really excited to see what how things progress as far as everything goes once you get a little further into the game. Uh, just to wrap it up though, final thoughts and like any funny moments that uh, we've had so far in the game. I know the one you're thinking about right now because we had it on stream. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, do you want me to start with, with the, the funny moments? Is that what you're... Uh, you can do final thoughts first. Okay. Um... Because for me, I feel like um, it's a decent game. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be more, though. Like, I feel like maybe it, if, or hopefully, this will have, like, a Rainbow Six effect, and the game will get better, and they'll uh, add DLCs or updates to it that make the game more playable, and the add features that make you want to play the game more. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you can't deny that having a friend's shelter, you know, and maybe having to help, a, like, protect it when they're they're gone, um, that that doesn't, like, spark a little bit of interest in, you know, <laughs> in having, like, a world where everybody's uh, joined up together. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely does have, have some sort of uh, interest uh, for me. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I mean, if I was giving it a, a rating, I don't know if you want us to give ratings on it. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, but if I was going to give this game a rating, right now, out of uh, five R's, I would give it two and a half. Okay. Um, just because of the bugs. Like, if the bugs weren't in there, it would get a higher uh, rating from me. But because of those bugs that make the game unplayable, um, I just can't give it anything higher than than two and a half. Okay. Okay, that that's perfectly fair, fair and honest. So it's what it's what we're all about here. Uh, me personally, I am really enjoying the game. 
Um, I haven't. <clears throat> I haven't had too many bugs. Thank goodness. Well, the only you've, you've only been because I've been hosting every yeah. day. Yes, exactly. But no, but I the only real like bugs uh, things that I think that I've seen are mostly funny things like the doors not opening or closing properly, saying that they're open to closing they're not. Um, or that's like not the, funny. Or, that's annoying. Or, I'm sorry, or, but if I have to open a door twice just to get in. That's that's not funny. <laughs> but mostly, mostly for me though, it's it's like oh the door is open, so I run to the door and I'm running in sp- in place. Like why isn't the door open? Oh, it's it's really closed, and I have to hit wide open the door. Like for me, like I mean, I for me it's not it's not a big deal right now. Now if we're if we're in combat and I'm gonna die, I can't open the door. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't have an issue with it, but because because it really only happens in my base. I'm not too concerned with it. They do need to fix it, though. We'll yeah. say that much. Um, but no, those kinds of things and cars bouncing around uh, off of light poles, not hitting light poles when when they do things like that that are you know could be dangerous. So you know the bugs are definitely there. So those once those get cleaned up and they add some more things to it, hopefully to make it better and make make people want to play it because really that's what all video game companies trying to get you to do with their game. Make it be the only game that you play. Yep, pretty much. Um, which is fine. That's what they all strive to do anyway. Not a big deal. So yeah, I think that's really how I feel about it. I'm I'm really having a good time with it though. I love the first one, and so far it's more the same for me as far as that love goes for the game right now. So I'm gonna give it a uh, three and a half. Okay. Out of five. Nice. That's pretty good. I don't care what any of you guys say. Three and a half is good. <laughs> well, only I'm... only gave it a three point five. It's not good. <laughs> Hush. No, three, three means it's okay. Anything less than three is bad. Anything more than three is good. Three is your right. okay. So you're saying it's slightly right. better than good, and probably for the same reasons because of the bugs. Yeah, yeah. I think if if the if the bugs uh weren't as prevalent and you know then it would probably be a four for me just because i have that much fun with it right now right. yep but the bug kind of detract from the experience for me but <laughs> yeah and i i could give it a four too but those those pesky bugs yeah it's always the bugs man always the bugs yep but um i think we should talk about the big funny thing that happened on stream i think we should uh, talk about it now right so you're, you're talking about that uh, one day? Yes. The raining. one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were uh we were driving around or well right. you were driving anyway. And well, um it was it was my first time driving because I don't remember why you had me drive. Was it because I found the vehicle and I was like, No, yes. this is my vehicle. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> no, you found it. you can drive me, I don't care. I'll I'll sit in here and talk to chat, it's fine. Yeah. So uh, I started driving. And we went out and did what we was supposed to do. Um, it was on the way back. <laughs> right. We were coming back. It was day. It was. It was the sun. The sun was like just almost about to set. Just almost. Yeah. What? Yeah, Whatever. Just <laughs> almost. <laughs> um. But no, I was driving and I was trying to make a turn, and I guess. I made the turn just a little too sharply because the car clipped a, a light post <laughs> and that caused the vehicle 
to do like a forward flip. Like I think it did three forward flips before yeah. it landed on its back bumper where it stayed for about a minute in the air. And I think you got out well before this. Like you were like, I'm out. I did. It's like, no, getting out. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, and this could be from my uh, PUBG days, but I was like, if I get out now, I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> like that was my thought process. So I stayed in, and the car finally came down and landed. But now there's like a huge fire in the engine. Yeah. <laughs> Did it like, sort of explode? Like, didn't it sort of explode? Oh, it sort more of? than sort of exploded. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I don't remember if I was taking off. Like, I was like just trying to get away from you. Or there was other zombies around. But I started to go. And it exploded. And thankfully, it only took half of my uh, character's life down. <laughs> but there it was, sitting on the road. It was a, a hump of car. In the middle of the road, mind you. Yeah, dead center. Couldn't have planned it any better. Nope, nailed it. Yeah. Oh, good time. So, yeah, so it, so after it landed in the center of the road, mind you, it was a heap just sitting yeah. there. Couldn't drive it anymore because it exploded, um, and yeah. somehow your character didn't die. So yeah. so now 600 we have... meters from the home yeah. base. Yeah, so we now have, and we also have things in the car. It's supplies in the car. Yep. How are we going to get them back to the uh, to the base now? Right. Oh, we can walk. Yeah, let's walk 600 meters when the yeah. sun's about to set. Let's do that. That's a good idea. So, <laughs> luckily, we go out and we we go and we the fir- our first idea was to find a find a a, a repair kit. Yeah. No, find no, so find another vehicle. car. Find another yeah. second vehicle was the first idea. Yeah, I think so, we climbed up a, a lookout point. If I yeah, recall. yeah, we climbed we climbed a lookout point, and you found a RV or something or a vehicle somewhere. Van. Yeah, like, you found a van. Yep. We went to we walked all the way to the van, crouching, trying to avoid zombies, mind you. <laughs> we yeah. get there, and the van has no gas in it. Yeah. <laughs> So then we're like, okay, now we gotta find a gas can for the yeah. van. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? Let, uh, know what? Let's let's see what else we let's we can find a repair kit somewhere. So we start looking around different places, and luckily, luckily, sort of near where the car was in a in a building of some sort, we found a repair kit. Mm-hmm. And and I think one, I think one of maybe it was me who said I don't, I don't know how this is gonna work. If we repair the car, I hope, I hope there's gas in it. So yeah, we know, repair. That it didn't use up all the the yeah, gasoline the... in the explosion. Yeah, yeah, yep. So we go in there, repair, repair the car, get back in the car. Sure enough, gas is in the car, thank goodness, somehow. Uh, <laughs> and we go on our merry way back to base. Yeah. <laughs> we managed to survive. That was the funniest thing that's happened so far to me in this game. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was an absolute blast of a time. I I wish because you said you were in the map looking at the map. I wish yes, you could have seen yeah. the flips because I, the flips were so great. I was in the map. I was I was giving you directions, looking at the map, and then all of a sudden my controller vibrates, and I get out of the map, and I'm like, what? I just see the car <laughs> oh, yeah. on the bumper. Like, what happened? I gotta leave right now. So, <laughs> and then it exploded. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> like, how did so we great. even? How did that happen? I don't understand. I would have been so hurt if uh, she had died. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. she's, like you said, she's my favorite character. But yeah. if she had died from that, I would have been so hurt, so upset. So I'm glad that the explosion was not deadly. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But oh. uh, yeah, those are uh, our thoughts and things on State of Decay 2. Just to put a neat little bow on that one. You uh, stuck a fork in it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there were a few other things we wanted to touch on before we get out of here, though. Yeah. Um, uh, we, both of us, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know that we both we met in a Madden league. Um, and now the first info for Madden 19 has been revealed. Um, they're talking about uh, draft class being added to, or sorry, custom draft class is added for franchise mode. Right. There's scheme selection. There's player development changes. There's player archetypes now. They've um, improved the zone coverage uh then they have some new things for running backs, hit the hole one cut, and push the pile. And the game's releasing on August 10th, which is two weeks earlier than normal. Right. And you can get it August 7th if you pre-order the Hall of Fame edition. Yep. And EA Access, you'll get it uh, on Xbox. EA Access, uh, three days early. I think it's three days from the three days. Yeah, so three days from the 10th. They wouldn't do it on the Hall of Fame edition, I wouldn't think so. I could be wrong, but they might do it that way. Right, and I could be wrong, too. <sighs> Did they do it last year like that? Yes, because I'm pretty sure that um, people will get access to it. They'll get the early access on the 3rd, because the 7th is a Tuesday. I'm pretty sure they'll get early access on the 3rd, and then if you have the Hall of Fame edition, you can play from it from the 7th. And then you can, uh, if you get the standard edition, you can only start from the tenth. Okay, got you, got you. So it'll probably be earlier. Probably be at least the third. Probably. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure EXS will be the third. If that's what yeah. they, because that's what they did last year. I mean, they could obviously change that, but that's what they did last year. Okay, hopefully, we'll we'll see. See, I hope it's going to be nice to play it. You know, for that longer period of time, because I don't know about you, but I'm. Mm, cautiously optimistic because Madden 18 for me was a letdown in a lot of areas, mostly franchise, because that's pretty much all I play. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that was it was really a letdown. Uh, oh, I forgot the big thing, the real player motion that they're talking about this year, which, uh, by the way, it is in it is in FIFA and EA UFC. In EA UFC, it looks really good. So oh. if we if we see the sort of motion that they're talking about. In Madden, I'm hoping it's going to be. It's sounded like it's going to be a big deal, be a big change to the game and how the players move on the field. Right. Yeah, and um, I gotta say that right now I'm I'm jaded with Madden. I I've, I mean I I feel you. I, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm I'm beyond cautiously optimistic. And I, <laughs> I'm gone to jaded because I feel like they did the same thing last year with. Oh, yeah. we got this new engine, and we got all these new features. You're going to love everything we got. And then it just turned out to be more the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't feel that much of a difference from 17 and 18. Like, clearly there was a difference, but yeah. it, it wasn't enough. It didn't feel like enough. So I'm kind of, um, 
I'm kind of at the point where I don't believe them. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no, I, like, I, I feel you though. I feel you though. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Yep, that's where I am. I'm, and, I'm in a big wait and see mode right now with yeah. Madden. And supposedly, um, now this was a leak, and so I don't know if this will happen or not. Supposedly, uh, Xbox is going to reveal a franchise trailer for Madden during their press conference at E3 in a couple weeks. Or in a week, depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on June 11th. I think, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, supposedly, they're supposed to be uh, releasing a trailer uh, for people to look at, so we may not get much because uh, EA will have their uh, thing beforehand, and then I think Xbox may have if uh, this leak is uh, in fact true or if they don't change anything because the leak was true. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll see. I, I'm... But like you, I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm in a wait and see mode with Madden. And it's weird because I didn't think I would ever get here mm-hmm. with Madden. But here I am. <laughs> it's, it, it's so funny because Madden has gone through a lot of changes from, you know, now Rex Dixon is no longer with, with, with EA. Um, right. Mark, um, Mark Young, Mike Young, he's the new uh, creative director over there. He's the guy who's the former NFL uh, NFL Films guy. Uh, he's that's the guy who did Longshot. Longshot is his baby. Um, so was it Mike? He's, I thought it was Odenberg. No, 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 no. Uh, Odenberg is not. It's 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 Young. Young is the uh, new creative director. Okay. Um, I'll just have to believe you, but verify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I checked. I was looking around and I saw it the other day on uh, Operation Sports. In a, in a thread over there that uh, Mike Young is the new career director over there. So, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, man, it's one of those things where I'm just, I'm sort of on the fence about the whole thing um, just because we've, we've had features come into Madden and, you know, not be expanded upon or and just, just be taken out like two years later. Like, uh, remember uh, True Step from Madden 25? <laughs> True that was stuff? a no. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Exactly. That was the um. That was the player movement thing they were they were touting for twenty five. Yeah, uh, the one I, with Peterson on the cover. What I remember was they added in Madden thirteen collision detection, and so you would have realistic collisions. If you ran a dude and your foot got stuck, you <clears> would trip up. Yeah. Um, and it it was based on real movement. And so if you moved into a guy you was going to move into a guy and bounce off of him or, or fall down or whatever. Yeah, you could create, like, butt fumble scenarios almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, it's I ended just like... up buying it for the Wii U, though, which didn't have that collision detection <laughs> in it. So I was kind of beefed about that. But, yeah. yeah, That's all I want. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like, like, and with the thing, the thing for me, especially when it comes to franchise mode in Madden, is that, We've seen all these other sports games, MLB The Show, two, NBA 2K, uh, NHL for that matter. You know, they all have these different things that allow for lots of customization with the modes right. and just improve improvements in, in areas where it, progression, where Madden doesn't have it. Madden, for some reason, they want to go this route of 
user agency and having the players control what develops on a player. That's not how that works. And, you know, they they used to. They used to, yeah. Back in... Back in the PS2 days, man. Yeah, the, I was you, gonna say you like had, 2004, 2005 version. Yeah, Madden, Madden, 05 with Vince Young on the cover. Ray Lewis. Whatever it was. Vince, Thanks, Ray Lewis. Vince Young was, I, Vince Young was uh was away. Yeah, I'm bad. Yeah, that's when I remember playing a lot, just because yeah. my uh, cousin was on the Titans in that game, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Use o- Titans. O- 06 was Donovan McNabb. And that yes. was where they moved it over to the 360, and it looked really good, but had no features. Yeah. <laughs> There's a football game guy. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, now everybody... that's why I know that was the beginning of the <clears throat> end, because it was like instead of taking features and making them better and having them better and look better, it was like, no, it's going to look better and none of the features. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, that, no, like you in, said, it's, in, that was sort of the beginning of the end. Yeah, in 2005, <clears throat> Madden 2005, that was the last one that really gave you all that customization. Like it may have been in the other ones, uh, in the previous versions, because it was just simply a port with roster updates and uh, uniform updates. They didn't yeah. like, try and develop anything new or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I mean, people that know me, I'm I'm I love creating uniforms and and. Uh, things like that in 2K. Yeah. I, I just love coming up with new ideas and new colors and new designs and whatever. And so it's kind of sad when Madden, because football is my favorite sport. It's the sport that I love more than any of the others. Like, you know, if you have if a hockey game, a baseball <clears> game, <throat> a soccer game, football, and a basketball game, I'll walk into a bar. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. But if one of those games, they're all on at the exact same time, and none of my favorite teams are playing, obviously, I'm going to go watch the football game. You know? Like, 10 times out of 10, that's it. So football is my favorite sport. And it's really sad and kind of disgusting that I can't, go in and make these uniform edits and and make my own designs and make my own teams and you know kind of just have fun with the game yeah and i don't know exactly i've heard ea um complains and says it's because of the nfl like nfl says we can't do this so we're not gonna do this and that's like their excuse for um having like not having concussions and and head injuries in the game which, I mean, really, that needs to be in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, those those things especially because, I mean, Madden as a video game, uh, <clears throat> it, you know, with, with the skill trainer, it teaches you about the sport, how to play the sport. So yeah. that could be a way for you, for you as a video game to teach people about concussion and the severity of them because – Right. There's no point in hiding it behind it anymore. And and how to try and not cause concussions. Yeah. You know? Proper tackling, things like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, we, I don't want to turn Madden into like a, a PR thing for, you know, proper football playing, if that right. makes sense. But in a way, it should be. I know. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> if if I was a coach for, we'll say, a high school team, 
I would teach my team Madden plays before I would go over like all the stupid lingo that they have. You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like watching All or Nothing, they go over their lingo that they have for the different people and the different plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do that if it if it was me. If I was a high school football coach teacher, I would go over Madden plays. Like we're gonna do Madden. Here's you know, you're you're the A receiver. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's how I would teach them because they could go home, they could play it, they could learn it, and then when they go out onto the field, they would already know what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's <clears throat> that's just my way of thinking. Like why wouldn't you? use this tool this game as a way to help kids understand yeah you know like it doesn't have to be a a uh educational a yeah <laughs> educational is the word i'm looking for thank you though there. yeah <laughs> um, but it doesn't need to be an educational game like it can still be fun but they're already going to play this, so why not help with the terminology? You know, like that was one of the things that they're getting rid of certain positions I saw in an update for Madden. Like they're going to have a, a rushing uh, end, and they're going to have like a rushing tackle, and they're going to have a slot receiver and a slot cornerback. Um, it's not going to be like wide receiver one and two and three. Right. Um, so they're changing <clears throat> well, the terminology. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like the slot receiver is football terminology, for to my knowledge, anyway. Right. Um, but and so you know, slot corner things like that; those are all correct terms. But I guess how Madden uses them is what you're getting at. Yeah. Well, no. Gotcha. Be- the the whole depth chart is changing. Oh, from what, from what yeah, I I saw I I read I saw something about it. I haven't read the article, but I saw something yeah. about that too. And I don't know because it was mutt information. So I don't know how much of this is going into franchise. Mm-hmm. But in mutt, you're now going to have slot receiver and slot cornerback. It's no longer your depth chart is no longer going to be wide like receiver one, two, one, three. Yeah, two, three, four. Because usually that third receiver is the slot receiver. Yep. Or depending depending on depending on the formation, he's right. usually the slot receiver. So you know that third receiver is your slot. More times than not. Exactly. So now they're changing that. And I don't know if they're going to have uh, like wide receiver one and two and then slot or um, if the terminology, because I think it's something like um, the the X receiver and the Y receiver. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they call them, X, Y, and slot. Yeah. Now, I think that might be a way of having – a. It might be just, just a thing of easier identification for people. That's probably what it is. Which if that's the case, that's fine. Right. It, for me, the, for me, that that's fine. Because yeah. I mean, most of us know, like most of us know that that third receiver is slot receiver. But for those that don't, you can easily identify your slot because it says so here. Right, but if you don't Which really know football, what is the slot receiver? True. You know, like what does that mean? Like, yeah. uh, I was playing with um, one of the guys, one of our buddies, Carl, who was doing mm-hmm. the the three on three Madden stuff, um, which. That was fun. I, I wish they had more of a mode like that that was based around uh, kind of like 2K's My Player mode. <laughs> yeah. You know, definitely. that would be fun to play with uh, friends that way. But I was playing with him, and uh, I believe I was on the left. No, I was on the right. I was the right slot 
receiver. And uh, I told him that I was going to run a post route because that's not what my uh, thing he said. Right. And when I ran, I ran out and I ran towards the sideline. And he said, "That's, that's not a post route. The post route is that you go run and you slant towards the goalpost. Yes. So whatever side you're on, you run and you slant towards the goalpost. I always thought a post was run up and diagonal to the right. Didn't matter what side you was on. You always mm-hmm. run up diagonal to the right. And he said, what you ran was a flag route because you're running towards the flag. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm like 31 years old here. I'm right. just learning the difference between a post <laughs> and a flag <laughs> route. A flag route, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I don't know if everybody's going to know um, exactly what a slot receiver means. Uh, you know, football people will know. Um, right. And obviously as they teach them, they will know. But I don't know if everyone will know that, that plays the game. Yeah, yeah. We got a little off topic, but it's okay. <laughs> well, we're kind of just talking about... Kind that. of. I thought it was a, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole... Yeah, we are, definitely. Yeah, we are, yeah. which is fine. But, yeah. um, like, I... I'm I'm interested to see what these custom draft classes are for franchise mode. Um, mostly because I want to see what kind of fictional things people can do. I'm not too interested in the realistic in the realis- realistic draft classes. We'll probably use those for our franchise personally. Uh, but I'm kind of hoping that me, that we that me and Sims and uh, can work on doing something with our NCAA draft classes that we have. Right. I mean that that'd would be, be cool. kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But. I mean, think about this. A draft class for the NFL, that's like 250 players. Yeah. For a single draft class. Yeah. So unless you're somehow importing a draft class or letting it randomize the characters and you're just like making up names, like yeah. those draft classes are going to take forever to do. You are correct. You Yeah, yeah. And, you know, pro- right now, just going to give props to those people who take the time to do – anything roster related because that takes a lot of time yeah well they're also adding stats now the like receivers are getting a short medium and deep uh distance receiver Hmm. so uh from what i've i've heard again i don't know if it's official yet but from what i've heard receivers will now have an attribute that ties how good they are on the short the medium and the deep balls huh so you may have somebody that can't catch a short ball to save his life, but going <laughs> deep, woo! No, it's probably it's probably what it's going to be is that um, similar to quarterbacks, their short uh, throwing medium is, deep and deep accuracy, yeah, yeah, is uh, their best attribute and the easiest to upgrade, and the deep one's going to be more difficult, making it yeah. so the deep throws are are more difficult or less likely. Depending on the archetype, probably now they're doing archetypes now. Yeah, so I mean, I I gotta be honest though, and I don't know if you have more stuff to say, but for me, it feels like the same cake just wrapped up with a different bow. Yeah, that's I mean that's kind of how I feel. We're I will just wait and see what what once they start releasing info and I start seeing things, uh, I hope my tune will change. Well, I hope I, I hope our tunes will change. I hope yeah. so. Well, I don't just want to see their um, 
their trailers and stuff. I want to see yeah. actual gameplay. I want to play. Yeah, it, no, yeah, you know? yeah. That's because yeah, exactly, right, right. I want to see it for myself. I want to see what they show, and I want to see it for myself when we're able to play it on EA Access. Because yeah. that'll be when I decide what I'm going to do. Because right now I'm not pre-ordering or anything. Right now, exactly. I'm waiting to see. I'm I'm not either. I'm I'm gonna wait until the EA Access. Yeah. And if it's uh, good, I'll probably buy it then. If it's right. not so good, I I'll either won't buy it or I'll wait until it's thirty dollars because I guarantee you it'll be thirty dollars within a month or two. Yeah, because because right now, like I mean, you know, it's. I feel like there's a lot of games out that could we could be playing, and if we miss out on a year of Madden for our league, it's not a big deal, really. You know, it it, it <laughs> happens. True. Yeah, it happens. You know, that's very true. Yeah, and who knows? Sims might not even get it. Our commissioner might not even get it. He might not. He might not. Who knows? Yeah. So I mean, that's that's where I feel. That's where I'm at with Madden. Uh, we're yeah. both in that wait and see. We're going to wait until the EA access, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely, definitely. One more thing before we yeah. get out of here, though. I mean, heck, and then we're done. I promise. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't even think uh, with the way EA access works, um, we may not even need to quote unquote play it <laughs> until we like, uh, you know, because last year. Uh, I think I got three more trials as a part of the EA Access. I played that game <laughs> a lot before it officially came out. Um, but, you know, we might not even need to because of that. There's always that yeah. possibility. Uh, we'll yeah, see. true. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I did want to uh, touch on the Fallout 76 teaser trailer, though, before we uh, actually end the show right. for today. Um they uh, Bethesda Bethesda teased teased the game. It's called Fallout seventy six. Uh, not much is really known about it, besides mm-hmm. the, from from uh, Bethesda anyway. Besides the fact that the game will release on PC, PS four, and Xbox One. What I can tell you is that Fallout seventy six is related to Vault seventy six. Vault seventy six was one of the control vaults, and this control vault was set to. Uh, be opened 20 25 years after the after the great war so in the trailer there's a there's a part where they show the vault the shot of the vault and it shows a like a big banner as a party okay looks and it looks to be called uh reclamation day so um as far as that whole thing goes like i said the vault was supposed to be opened after the so long after the uh the great war happened Okay. And so, um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, my question here because every other vault was set for a hundred years. There, there were there were different vaults set for different times. Okay. Because there, each vault was doing an experiment of some sort, and some some weren't weren't allowed to be opened uh, at all. There were some that were opened after a certain amount of time, um, but each vault had a experiment thing going on unless you were one of these control balls okay uh but yeah so uh, the game is rumored to be a online survival um base base building uh like like using the settlement style mode thing fallout 4 using that sort of thing and that has me slightly concerned 
Yeah. Mostly, be, most, it's new, ter- new territory for Bethesda, if this is true, that's for sure. Um, but uh, personally, I, 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 I'll have to see it, obviously. And you all know that I love Bethesda and I'm a fan. But I'm not going to sit here and, uh, you know, take everything that they give me, uh, to, put, to put, it, put it nicely. So right. um, I'm concerned because for me personally... That's not how I experience my Fallout games. So I kind of, if, if it is this online survival type of RPG thing, that that reminds me more of like Ark or Seven Days to Die than a Fallout game. But that's just me. Yeah. So we'll know. see what happens when they show it at uh, E3 because they are going to show it at E3, obviously. No um, release date yet, but... Yeah. Um... My gut feeling says that with um, Vault or Fallout 76 is that they're going to take the the engine or the assets that they've already set up for the Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. and they're going to make a Fallout universe like that. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking is that it's going to be just like Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. but set in the Fallout world. But with Fallout. Yeah, kind of like how they did the same thing with um, the Elder Scrolls engine, and they made Fallout in the Elder Scrolls uh, engine that they had. Oh yeah, the, for Elder Scrolls uh, for for five and five and Fallout and Fallout three. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking they're gonna do. Um, if it is an online game, obviously things could change. But yeah. Uh, if it's going to be an online game. I'm thinking that's where they're going, is that it's it's going to be just like uh, The Elder Scrolls Online is, which may or may not be a bad thing. Uh, it may or may not be. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Elder Scrolls Online, but it may yeah. or may not be a bad thing. I, I've never even played Elder Scrolls Online. So, mostly because they don't have like a trial or anything. Yeah. But, uh, that's just what my gut feeling says, is that if... If this is an online Fallout game, this is what we're looking at: is that it's going to be just like Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, and it, it will it will be set in Virginia because that's where Vault Seventy Six is. So we'll see um, what's going to happen when they start showing off things. Um, but that's kind of it. it's kind of all I had. <laughs> we done? Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to talk a little bit. Yes. And uh, please talk. Yeah, thanks. Um, personally, uh, I'm about to reach a, a major milestone in my life. Oh? Yeah. Because um, right now, I am four video games away from having 2,000 video games. Okay, nice. Yeah. Freaking games, man. Good yes, God. Yes, it is. Um, I have... Three bookcases stuffed to the brim of video games. I could probably fill four or five uh, bookcases with just video games themselves. And um, so I'm kind of saying this and letting us out so that if anybody wants to help me, because I am kind of financially restrained right now, is the best way of putting it. So if anybody wants to help me reach that milestone, 
I will show them what 2000 video games looks like by obviously taking photos. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait um, to see that. When and, get that. Yeah, and yep. it also helps because I really need to clean up my gaming area and get them all kind of situated away. I haven't really uh, done that in a while. Right. I just kind of, I, I normally alphabetize them. We'll, we'll go this way. I normally alphabetize them and have them kind of in like the Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I haven't really been doing that lately because I have so many that I've just been, you know, oh, here's all my PlayStation 4 games, slop. <laughs> you know, here's all my Xbox yeah. One games. I haven't been going through, and that's something that's actually a lot of fun for me. Right. Uh, I, I love to kind of organize my games. I just haven't lately. So if somebody can help me and does help me, um, then I will totally uh, get all of my uh, games together as best as I can in bookcases. I imagine I'll probably have to take three pictures of each bookcase with the games spread out, like on the floor or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll figure that out later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But you'll do it. Yeah, I will. Um, awesome, man. Looking forward to seeing what that looks like when you reach that milestone. That's tough. Yeah. But that's just kind of what I, I just wanted to, like, you know, let that out. Uh, maybe people can help me. Um, you know, get some stuff because I, I think I might be at a point where 2000 games is too much, my friend. <laughs> and so, maybe you know, once I get to that 2000 milestone, I may have to start, um, letting go of some of these and selling them off or, or trading them or, or doing something. So, yeah. Um, that's but, a lot of space. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, that's that's everything I have for this episode. Okay, that is it. Yeah, but, but wait, really? We're done? For real? Yeah, we're done. And we're out of here! Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 44 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, can round of plugs go? Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. You can find myself on Twitter at MacRoboV. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. And Byron's on Twitter at B-Ron1417. B underscore Ron1417. See, it's been so long since I've done it, I kind of (laughs) forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I finally got all the branding situated. Thank goodness. Yeah, so where else can they find us, Byron? They can find us on iTunes, the CastBox, and um, we're on Google Play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, type in R and R and R with the ampersand for and, and um, yeah. How many times did I say and just then? <laughs> that was crazy. I just happened <laughs> to realize that. It's a lot of ands, my friend. But no, yeah. uh, do that. Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. Leave us a review. It'll help us improve the podcast. And uh, let us know, you know, what you all want to see from us in the future. You can also find me, by the way, on Twitch. Um, I'm going to be possibly making some streaming changes. And I may be doing some sort of a schedule thing here soon because I was only able to stream like four times last month due to losing my voice, being sick, 
and just work keeping me busy. So I do want to try and set aside some time for that. Even before I have to go to work, I'll do it. Um, so stay tuned to the Twitter to find out about that. I'm still mulling it over. But anyway, tw- the Twitch is B underscore Ron 1417. Twitch.tv slash B underscore Ron 1417. That's all for plugs, though. It's time to say goodbye. But do come back next week. Can tell them why. Because we'll be talking about Detroit Become Human and everyone could use a little more R&R. Oh,